Hi, good morning, everyone. This is Hippie Mama, and today we have a guest speaker. Curtis Jackson is the executive producer and host of the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast. Curtis has been blind for all of his life, but has not, but that has not stopped him from living the dream. On today's episode, Curtis takes us inside his world by sharing not only the challenges he's faced, but also how he's overcome them. Please join us for an extraordinary conversation that will inspire you to live your best life too. I had an opportunity to be on Curtis's um, podcast a few weeks ago. And after we finished our recording, we had a brief conversation and I asked him if he would be a guest on Hippie Mama um, because I was so inspired by his story that he had shared with me and I wanted him to speak with everyone here today. Um, so I'm going to turn the, the, the mic over to Curtis and just allow him to share what he feels comfortable with uh, us today. and we'll go from there. So Curtis, thank you so much for joining uh, the show today. And please introduce yourself and tell us about yourself. Well, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be on. I am Curtis Jackson, aka Curveball, the host of the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast. I am also an internet radio DJ, and a podcast editor. I'm originally from Louisiana but living in Kansas, 43 years old, just had a birthday yesterday, been totally blind since birth due to congenital glaucoma, had four cornea transplants, but they all failed, so here I am today. I have two kids, Daniel and Kiara. Daniel is nine, Kiara is six. Daniel has autism. I have owned a home before. I am employed full time, and I am the sole income provider for my family, for me, my kids, and my girlfriend. And I used to be a hip-hop artist. I started rapping at the age of 15 and been doing it for a while. I grew up and graduated broadcasting school last year with academic excellence. So that's kind of how I got into most of the things that I'm doing now. I'm a radio DJ for Blind Cafe Radio. I host the show two nights a week, Tuesday and Wednesday from 7 to 10, playing a mixed bag of music from the 70s and beyond. I'm DJ Curveball on that show. Wow. I, you, you are doing so much. Um, let me just ask you really quick, if you can give us um, a little bit of background about the uh, congenital glycoma. So this was, um, so you have never been able to see since birth, this has been kind of what has happened. That's correct. I had four cornea transplants to try to, I guess, either save or give me my sight that this was all that, you know, birth uh-huh. from when I was young, you know, real, okay. around that age. And so they all failed. So I don't, I know glaucoma, you, you know, it, it brings pressure. Right. But, so, I, I was never able to, because you have people that will have glaucoma and they can lose their sight later in life, Why well, I never had it. Okay. 
Okay. Have you felt like from from that happening, have you ever felt like you've missed out on anything regarding that with not being able to see it all? Yeah, I miss uh, driving and having to depend on people in that, that sense. And when I was younger, you know, I, I felt like I was missing out. But as I have gotten older and mm-hmm. really un- understood God and my faith, I, I understood, I started to understand that this is how he wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. And me sitting there worrying about, I wish this was that and I wish that was this. People telling me, oh, if you come to my church tonight, it's possible you could be healed. Mm. I'm going to be laying hands on you and, and just really understanding that, that these are the hands that God gave me, you know, the, you know, the hand that I was dealt. So right. I need to just deal with it and realize that it could be possible that I won't be able to see until he comes back. So mm. I just have to accept that and I'll just see when he comes back. And that's, that's a beautiful thing, Curtis, what you said. I know a lot of people have good intentions, um, you know, when they say things or they want to, to be helpful. But I love what you said about this was the hand that, that was dealt to you. Uh, sometimes we don't understand why God does what he does, but I love that you, um, you took whatever it was that you were given and you turned it into something very beautiful. I mean, you have... The, the, everything that you're doing, you're you're an executive producer, you're a DJ. I mean, where does that passion come from? Where where do you get that inspiration to just, you know what? Yes, this is what this is what I have. This is this is how things are. But I'm not going to let it affect my life and what I'm doing. So how, where does that come from? Well, I mean, you either do it or you don't. You know, <laughs> you either do what you have to do. You either roll or get rolled over. Yeah. I know when I was young, people was asking me, well, what group home are you going to live in? Mm. You know, what what area are you going to stay in? And at the same time, I had people encouraging me, hey, if you don't want to be in a group home, these are the things that you're going to need to do and you're going to get out here. I don't really like nobody ruling over my life telling me what to do, right. which would happen if it's in a group home. So. You either do it or you don't. That's just how it has to be. That's, mm-hmm. that's how it is in life. Mm-hmm. You don't work, you don't eat. Yeah, true. Very true. Very true. So it's like, you know, I we hear a lot of people, and I'm sure you've met people along the way, and, and it's not, I, I don't look at it as, um, oh, you know, we could all say, oh, woe is me, right? We could all think about um, situations in our lives, things that have happened in our past that, has really, you know, could be very detrimental that could have just stopped us from doing anything. But um, it's the the spirit of a person that continues to push past and, and move on. And, and when people say that you can't do something and you say, oh, yes, I can, you know, I think that is, that's, that's that strength. But that a lot of people, I feel like sometimes feel like they can't because of financial situations or they can't because of a disability. But clearly, you can do anything that you put your mind to regardless to what your situations or circumstances are. Do you agree? I agree that you can do anything that you put your mind to. And also, if it's God's will, he's going to help you Mm. and give you the power to be able to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. So let's talk about um, 
your your DJ, your your internet DJ, and and how did you? Where does Curveball? Because honestly, when I saw Curveball, I'm thinking baseball. You're a big baseball fan. So how did that come about? Where did the nickname Curveball come about? I am a baseball fan. Okay. My Atlanta Braves just won the Super Bowl <laughs> since 1995. But okay. where that came from is I was a hip hop artist in in high, junior high and high school and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And my friend, uh, my best friend Sean Davis, uh, was pushing you know with me to rap and try to continue continue it. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, what am I gonna call myself? You know, I have all these raps. What am I gonna call myself? And he was like, uh, you can just call yourself Curveball. I don't know what he came up with, but <laughs> I stuck with that. And he, even when I wasn't rapping as much, I, I wanted to continue that. Uh-huh. When I was uh, on the radio, so I'm like, hey, DJ Curveball. Never going to let that name go. Uh-huh. Always going to go with Curveball. Yeah, I, I love that. I think that is really good. So you are a rapper. See, I'm telling you, I I keep learning so much about you. So you used to rap. Do you still do that? I just dropped a song last week. I I got up in the studio since I have my own equipment now. And I dropped a song called Smooth Style. Oh, my goodness. So is it possible that we could just get a snippet of that? I mean, just a, t- a little bit of it? You don't have to give us yeah. everything. Okay, go ahead. Absolutely. Turn it you're back again, dropping the hits that you used to. Go on, tell a friend. You remember 94, I said go with the flow. Now it's 2021, still making the crowd say, oh. Ah, my gosh, that is so good. <laughs> wow. Curtis, I mean, you are so talented. It's like, what is it that you don't do? Maybe that's that should have been my question. What don't you do? It's like you do everything. Wow. So I'm also picking up, and I know you mentioned that you were from Louisiana, and now you're in Kansas. So you're a Southern, Southern born, raised. What was it like for you in the South? Um, you're fairly young. Actually, you're younger than I am. Um, so I grew up in the South, North Carolina, but not Louisiana. So I know there's a you know a little bit deeper South. What was it like for you around what was it, like the 80s, 90s, or something? High school time. Uh, I mean, we was country. Okay. The food, the food was good. We would pick pecans in the fall. Uh, so Mama can make that pecan candy and pecan pie. Yes. And we had persimmon <laughs> trees. I mean, okay. we, we were out there in the woods, you know, and uh, we just kept some regular people. Yeah. I mean, well, do you know? The food was good. And that's true. And I and when you said out in the woods, I think about, I I think we both kind of grew up in that era where you you just got outside and you played nowadays more so kids are inside their own video games but back then it was like you know 80s 90s kind it was like you just went outside you played all day and and that's where you kind of like you know got your exercise from but now it's completely different don't you think yeah it's definitely completely different i mean the video games and nintendo was just starting you know Uh know, and all that stuff so we, we did that when it started but yeah that, that's mostly what we've done I mean okay. mama didn't want us to go out too early because she said it, 
you know, you guys gonna get out there and you're gonna be sweating. You're not gonna be coming in and laying on my furniture. <laughs> you go out too early. You're gonna take your bath and get in for the next right. week. Right. Oh, we couldn't wait until it was time to go outside. Okay, right, right. Oh my gosh. So, do you get back home um, now since you're in Kansas? How often do you go back to Louisiana? Uh, I haven't went back in a while. Uh, okay. I mean, but, you know, I uh, I definitely stay in touch with my family okay. and stuff like that. And, you, you know, the situation is not what it was back then. You gotcha. know, my mom and my brother are still down there, you know. Okay. They still, they still like it. So I got you know, a big. I got a big. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Nah, I missed the food. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I was gonna ask you. Is there a big difference between the barbecue from Louisiana and Kansas? Um. Well, I would say not, not for me because I, I like to smoke meat, so okay. I can always make my own stuff and then. You can get stuff online now, so I can go to Cajun Grocery okay. and order me some alligator boudin. <laughs> is that like um, just a, a seasoning, or is that, I mean, have you ever had alligator? Have you ever tried it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, love alligator bites. See, that? It's actually all alligator, you know, and if you ever had boudin, you know what that's like. You got different flavors. You got crawfish flavors. You got wow. alligator. You, know, you got shrimp boudin. Wow, interesting. I've always wanted to try alligator um, meat. I've heard, obviously, you know, everybody goes back to the chicken. It, you know, things taste like chicken, but I've always wanted to just try just to see what it was yeah, like. Good. Is it? It's <laughs> an alligator bite. Yeah, you get some alligator bite. <laughs> wow. So, you guys have it up there in North Carolina. I'm surprised you don't. You know what? Um, actually, there is a, a place not far from where I live that um, kind of has like that Cajun um, style type of um, food. And I do believe I remember seeing that they have alligator, um, maybe the bites like you were talking about. I just haven't had <laughs> the courage to actually go and try it, but I think I'm gonna do that. Um, I'm like, it's just me. Yeah, get you the frog legs. Oh, no, 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 courtesy. Now, that, that <laughs> when I remember growing up, we, the next door neighbors, they used to catch the bullfrogs and they would do the, the uh, frog legs. And that was something I could, it was beautiful, beautiful golden brown fried <laughs> legs. But I was like, oh, I can't do that. <laughs> so they are good. <laughs> they are good. <laughs> yes, they are. Oh, wow. Um, so let's talk a little bit, if you don't mind, let's talk about your children. So you have two, a boy and a girl, nine and six. What have you learned about life from your kids? I just learned, or they're, they're kids, you know, they're doing things that uh -huh. their kids do. Uh -huh. You know, they're, they're innocent, you know, they're looking for up to people, you know, the people that are in front of them, you know, in their yes. homes. They seem to enjoy school and, and, and their kids, you know, awesome. reminds me kind of of me. And then uh, when you have a child with a disability, mm -hmm. you know, I, I can kind of help guide them. Mm -hmm. And then I don't have the same disability that he has. Or right. I say it's a disability, but it's really not. That's just what it's called. Right. But, but I can kind of guide him. And if he's picked on or if he seems to be a little different, you know, I can kind of say, hey, mm -hmm. I went through the same thing mm -hmm. that you went through. So I understand what you, m 
most people cannot understand my situation. Right. They can say that they understand, but they don't. Exactly. That's true. They don't know what it's like to be kicked on and to be the brunt of everybody's jokes. Mm. And a student holding up class, making a joke about me so everybody can laugh. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, and you said something there that uh, really hits home in a sense that, you know, it's one thing when you are, um, you're sighted or you, you, there's no label attached and you have to deal with bullies, but it's, I can only imagine it has to be a completely different um, set of, of just complications when there is a disability and then you still are being bullied and, and things along that nature, which I, I've never really understood why um, kids do what they do. Um, and going through that kind of trauma is, is gotta be really hard. But again, you overcame, it sounds like a lot. Like, I don't know your whole life history, but it sounds like you've been through a lot, but you've also uh, used what you went through as a stepping stone to, to move forward, to, um, you know, think about even now your own son um, and be able to be that, that that positive figure in his life to say you know hey your dad has been through some things but you know I'm here for you and I understand and and that to me is is a beautiful thing um that you are such a supportive father uh and and can definitely uh empathize with what he if he is going through anything like that what he's going through but yeah it's a lot it's a lot and people I don't think people really even understand or, you know, know how to talk to their children to, to tell them these are things that they should, that we we need to do better as parents and, and stop all this bullying because it leads to so many, so many downfalls, suicide and other things. So, you know, that's, that's good that you're there and supportive for him. Um, so what would you tell someone, Curtis, that may feel like they can't live out their dreams due to a limitation whether it be physical financial education whatever it is what would what piece of advice would you give someone well what i would tell them is figure out what the dream is and what path that you need to take what limitations that you feel that you might have or, or, or ways to reroute because i always say Hey, I might not be able to do things the traditional way that you can, but I can reroute and still get the job done. There's more than one way to skin a cat, so you just gotta mm-hmm. figure out what you need to do to get to your goal. And if you are a believer, then pray about it. And mm-hmm. if you, I guess, believe in something else, I guess you can go go with that. But you know, just do what you have to do get that dream accomplished it might not look pretty it might not be the traditional way mm-hmm. but as long as you get it done amen amen i love that so curtis if you would would you please give us um some your a way that we can follow you we can um you know see what things you're doing your email address uh, your your twitter account instagram website whatever you'd like to share with the listeners please let us know yeah if you want to check out the podcast can just Google Living the Dream with Curveball Podcast. You can also go to www.djcurveball.com. You can 
be a commercial sample of my little voice over work. You can also check out the transcripts of the podcast and get the podcast there. You can contact me through that, that contact form. Or you can email info at djcurveball.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at djcurveball, on Twitter at djcurveball1, that's the number one. You can get on Facebook and you can go to Jackson's production. You can also email me personally at cjackson102 at cotton.net. Awesome. Perfect. I will also make sure that we list um, everything that you just mentioned in the description box for listeners too. And so as a final note, Curtis, is there a quote or just something that you have that you'd like to uh, to just leave our listeners with today? I would just like to tell people, if you believe you can achieve, I know that with everything going on in the country and around the world, times are hard and sometimes it gets, gets depressing and you wonder, why did you even get out of bed? Why even bother trying? You know, everything's bad and everything's over, but always look for the positive. If you're having a bad day, try to also find a way to laugh or some way to cheer up. Cheer up. And like I said, if you're a believer, if you can't do nothing else, just say, God, give me strength. And that strength will come. So, you know, just, just keep on going. No matter what, I know things get down, you know, but you don't need to end it. Just keep going and just uh, remember those words. God, give me strength. Amen. Wow. Well, thank you so much for those inspiring words. Thank you for a, a great conversation. I I don't know what it is about you, but I will say that when there are people that um, really know the, the creator or the divine or spirit or however people may want to call him or re- relate to him um, I feel it and I and there's an easy an easiness about it and it was a very um, beautiful conversation that we had a few weeks ago and I enjoyed our conversation today so thank you Curtis uh, for being on the show thank you guys for joining in for listening and please make sure you check out uh, DJ Curveball. Um, again, I will make sure I have all of his contact information listed in the description box so that you can go to um, his podcast, his uh, website, his Instagram, Twitter account, all of that. Guys, have a beautiful rest of your day. Stay strong. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. And just know that you are not alone in this walk. Uh, God is always with us. He is always there. Take care. Be blessed. Have a beautiful night, everyone. Bye.